Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, and welcome to episode 40, Mastering Midlife Through Self-Actualization. Okay, I'm going to start this episode with a story. Santos, my youngest son, and I, we were having this conversation in the kitchen. It was about this adventure that I'm creating for myself, my mastering midlife, my eat, pray, love midlife adventure. And we talked about going to the next level, or we were trying to figure out how, how would we describe this, going to the next level, or, or um, the next phase, the next time, the next episode, the next, like, you know, going from one part of life and transitioning into just the next phase of life, because that's what's happening for me. And if you are in midlife and you have teenagers and they're leaving you, getting older, independent, um, less involved in your life, like that kind of thing, then this is what I'm going through. And it's been really hard. So if you've been following me on Instagram or listening to my podcast, you know, I'm going through it and I'm sharing it because I know that when you get there, you're going to experience the same thing. Like I never expected this to be this hard. And so Santos and I were talking about, um, like my plan to make this easier and to go through it gracefully. And we were trying to come up with like, you know, up-leveling the next phase in life, you know, and then all of a sudden, Santo said, you know, just getting back to being Heather. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true that we both stopped and looked at each other. It's like, it's so true because for the past 20 years, I've been Phoenix's mom. I've been Santos's mom. And now when I'm going into midlife on my own, I'm, I'm not, the, my identity isn't Santos's mom or Phoenix's mom. It's Heather. It's back to me. And I haven't just been Heather in so long. And I know, like, I'm thinking you're sitting here listening to this going, oh my gosh, yes. Like, back to me. Like, how many um, friends do you have, like, when you go to, say, a, a kid's soccer game or something like that, or a party, a birthday party or something like that, and you would just be like, oh, that's Johnny's mom, or that's Susie's mom, and you don't know who she is. And it's like, no, that's her identity. That's who she is. And yes, we identify as so-and-so's mom. And now it's time to let go of this. And it's like, like that really like hit home. We're like, oh my gosh, back to being Heather. What, what's it like to be me? Like, who am I now? What do I like doing? What's my purpose? All of these things. And so I wanted to do this episode on becoming self-actualized. So being self-actualized, everything in the universe is hardwired to grow and evolve. That's nature. That's just what nature instinctually does from like a single cell to a complex human being like you and I. Although evolution happens naturally beyond one's individual or collective consciousness, we're not usually aware of it, you have an innate ability to direct your personal growth. So even though if you didn't pay attention to it, it would just happen, we do have the opportunity to direct it. We can be in charge. And this 
is called self-actualization, the ability to reach one's fullest potential in every aspect of life. You can look at self-actualization as the life journey you embark on once your basic needs are met. Most importantly, it's good to know, it's important to know, it's critical to know that it's your birthright to become fully actualized. This is what your purpose is on this earth. You came here for a reason, with a mission, with a purpose, and now it's time to get back to that. We've raised our kids. We've gone through that phase of all the energy and attention goes there. And now it's time to become self-actualized, to focus all of our attention on that. That's our clarity on our life vision, becoming more authentic. You know you're being authentic when it feels good in your body, when you're just like, mm, yes, that's when you're being authentic. And in the other way, you know when you're being inauthentic when it doesn't feel good on your body. Your body always tells you. Remember, your brain will always lie to you because it's just trying to keep you safe. It just wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. And it will do anything to do those things. And quite often, it will trick you and lie to you. Your brain can be a jerk sometimes, but your body can never lie. And so if you're feeling something in your body, you know that you're out of alignment. It's out of alignment with who you truly are, truly want to be, not congruent with being self-actualized. It's finding your passion. It's having a better growth mindset, fixed or growth. Fixed is like, nope, this is just who I am. Growth is like, I could learn, do, be, create anything. Of course I can, because I'm human. That's how we're designed. That's what we're designed for. It's about achieving uh, your goals, feeling fulfilled with your life, and knowing what your legacy is, what's what, what's going to be left behind when you're gone. And in a nutshell, self-actualization means reaching and utilizing your full social, intellectual, and creative potential. Everything is created in your subconscious. That's why how most of the people go through this lifetime just totally unconscious, sleeping through it, just on autopilot. And so that means that it's usually created by others. It's the programming, it's the conditioning from our mom, our dad, so our family, because we spend so much time to them. It's not like they're evil and it's their plan to uh, corrupt us or turn us into something. That's just, they lead by example. They're living and we're, they're doing what they do. They're being who they are. And we watch this and we take stuff from it and then we, we, we become that or societal constructs and societal constructs I feel are more, um, are more manipulative. Like they're consciously creating a certain type of society in our schools and in our, um, daycares, in our, all of our systems are consciously creating certain types of people. And so if we're not aware of this, we just become what was before us. We become a part of the system. We become whatever we've been learning. Those are like patterns of experiences. I experienced this in school, so that just is a pattern. That's what I become. That's what I know. That's what I do. And so most people are having experiences that were chosen for them. I know that sounds intense when you think about it, but it's true. Those are like patterns through a lifetime will create this life for you. So sometimes 
we've gotten here and we don't even know that we've consciously, consciously, unconsciously created this for ourselves, right? We have goals of thoughts and images and feelings. We look at our life. Most often we've unconsciously achieved our current goals. So when we look at where we are right now, we'd be like, hmm, how did I get here? Quite often that happens if, say, you're getting out of a bad relationship or a job you had, or you're in a situation that just doesn't feel good for you. And then you look around, you're like, how did I even get here? It's because it was a little bit over time, just a little bit here, a little bit there. That's what happens in abusive relationships. It starts off small and then they make it normal. And then all of a sudden you don't realize that over those small little things every day that now you have, you've become this person um, that is being abused. You don't know that until all of a sudden you have a wake up call. That's how it happens too with, with your, with your health. It's just little by little you're um, eating foods that make you sick or overweight. And then down the road, you see the accumulation of that. If you want to achieve something, it's the same in reverse. You want to show up every day and do a little bit every day, eat clean foods every day, think good thoughts every day, do those things every single day to get the result down the road. So we want to consciously create who we are. We want to consciously do this for ourselves. Self-actualization is like, okay, here I am. I'm having this experience. Who am I and who do I want to be? We want to consciously create this version of ourselves instead of unconsciously or instead of having it created for us. And so three things to focus on to do this are the thoughts in your mind, because our thoughts create our results and thoughts are just sentences in our head that we have created. The images that we see, I'm a visual person, so this is a big one for me. I use this all the time. I visualize stuff. And then the feelings in our body. If we use these three things, we can become masters of self-actualization. And so you want to practice these things so that your mind knows you're safe. Because look, remember what I just said, our brain is trying to keep us safe. And so when we try new things, our brain is like, whoa, 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 back it up, girl. This is new. Nope. Danger, danger. And it freaks us out. We're like, I can't do this. But if we practice doing it, so our brain is like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, that's part of who I am. Oh yeah, that's safe. Yeah, that makes me feel good. And then your brain won't rebel against it. Your brain won't trick you into thinking that that's not what you want. And so you practice this over and over so your mind knows it's safe. You can't just decide, like think in your brain, I'm going to do this and then jump into it and bypass all the work that you need to do, like the shame work. It doesn't work like that. You got to do the work. You want to hold infinite space for yourself, experiencing the shame, experiencing why you're staying where you are, feel all the feelings to allow you to break free from that, to create something new for yourself. That's part of the process is going through that shame. Most of the times we stay where we are because of shame. And remember, shame and guilt, they're very similar, but guilt is like, oh, I did something bad. And shame is like, I'm a bad person. And shame needs two things to to survive. It needs secrecy. Don't tell anybody because you're, that's where it's like you're so ashamed you can't even talk about it. So you keep it inside 
and then judgment and it's judgment of self like oh i'm just the horrible person i can't believe i did that i'm never going to tell anybody about it and then it just grows but if you tell people about it if you shine a light on it and you talk about it and you are kind and you're a loving witness to yourself then you can overcome shame and then you can gracefully allow yourself and create a space where you can become self actualized so how would the future version of you relate to all of the past patterns and mistakes and fears. You want to hold that part of you, those experiences that you had in a loving, kind, witnessing way. You want to understand that that's how you became who you are today, but you don't need to take your past experiences bring them into this present moment and create your future from them. Quite often, that's what we do as humans. Most of us will create our future from our past experiences. And we don't want to do that if we don't like our current results. We want to create our future from this moment here. We can leave the past in the past. We can have learned from it and let it go. And from this moment here, create our future. We want to start thinking about how do we show up in the future? Who are we? Who do we need to become to be self-actualized? What does the future version of ourselves do? What value do they offer to the world? What's the, like, the biggest version of ourself? And we want to do everything possible to bring that to life, no matter how scary that is. Remember, that's our brain. Our brain's going to be, girl, who do you think you are? Girl, that's really scary. Whoa, 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 sit back down. We know that's going to happen. So when we are undertaking this mission of becoming self-actualized, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen that you're going to freak the heck out. So just know it's going to happen and be prepared for it. It's okay. It's okay. So we're planning to become that future version of ourselves with intense love and kindness and compassion towards our selves. We want to see ourselves, visualize ourselves achieving the highest version of ourself. And then we like start to think, who do I need to become now to, to create that for myself? How do I need to think? How do I need to feel? How did that person do that? How do I show up every day? How does that person hold themselves? How does that person dress? How do they talk? What do they do every day? What kind of energy do they bring? How do they treat themselves? How do they talk to themselves? We want to get to that version. We know what it is. We just visualize that person and then we just study it. Like in our brain, when I go to that future version, that self-actualized version, I see it. Because like I said, I'm a visual person. I, I visually see myself. And then I watch and I study myself. And I'm like, oh. And when I see it, it feels so good. Remember, I'm feeling it in my body. It's like, yes, that is in congruency with who I am. I have that potential in me. When you see somebody that you really admire, like really admire, the only way you could possibly um, have that person in your awareness, if that potential is true for you too, if you could potentially do that too. So you know, as soon as you see somebody that is doing something incredible that you love and you want to do, it is possible for you too, because if it wasn't, you couldn't even see it or imagine it. So hold that possibility for yourself, that potential for yourself, and then start to be like, what is that person thinking? What is that person feeling? 
How are they showing up every day? And then you want to bring that and put that on your present self right here, right now. The more often you do this, the quicker you will create this for yourself. I promise you. Because what happens is we're like, yeah, I'm going to be self-actualized. This is so exciting. And then half a day later, we go back into our unconsciousness, back into our zombie sleepwalking mode. And we forget to consciously choose every moment. And we go back to what was chosen for us. I'm going to say that again because I just blew my own mind with that. We forget about what we consciously chose how, who we want to become. And we just slide back into the numbness of what was chosen for us. Not me, not today, not in this lifetime. Life is so precious. It's over in a, in the blink of an eye. So I am here to consciously choose so that I can become self-actualized and I can spend the rest of my life living as that person, as that self-actualized person instead of always achieving it. That's what's known as like the midlife crisis, air quotes, air quotes, midlife crisis, because it's not, it's just a transition. I've done this part of my life, raising humans and taking care of people. And now it's time to put my attention here. And we freak out because we're like, I don't know who I am anymore. If I'm not mom, if I'm not Santos's mom, if I'm not Phoenix's mom, who am I? You're Heather. You can be whoever or whatever you want to be. What's that going to be? What's that going to look like? And then let's get busy creating it. For example, let me give you just like an example so that you can, this might help in your brain. If you have coffee in the morning or a tea or whatever it is, most of us just zombie through it. We are on autopilot and sometimes we even forget having that coffee. We don't know how we did it. We don't remember, you know, making the coffee or drinking it. But how you create your coffee is critical. I'm going to offer this up to you. I want you to consciously create in every moment. And it starts with your coffee. How do you pour your coffee in the morning? When you're pouring it, what does it sound like when you're pouring your coffee? And what does it smell like when you're making that coffee? You can smell it now and you're just in that moment. How do you feel when you're pouring the coffee and you know you're about to taste it, the first sip and how it's going to make you feel and how good it smells and notice everything about the sounds of it when you pour the coffee grinds in and when you pour the water in and then you pour the coffee into your cup and what it looks like the visual of it because this is important being conscious in every single moment because how you do one thing is how you do all things If you're unconsciously sleepwalking through your life, you're never going to be self-actualized. But if you're consciously creating every moment, you get to get there on a speed train. You get to fast track it there and spend more time living as a self-actualized person, which is a bigger, more beautiful life than struggling where you are now. It's You're only struggling because you've lost your purpose. Your purpose was being Johnny's mom. Now Johnny doesn't need you in that capacity anymore. So you get to find another purpose. You get to consciously create every moment in your life. Always be visualizing that future self and finding, they're giving you the answer. That future self is giving you the answer of how to become that person and how to create that for yourself in this moment here. Be clear on the goals that you want to create for yourself, the life you want to create for yourself and who you want to become to achieve these things. 
How do I achieve these things for myself? Who am I when I'm achieving these things for myself? And create it now and spend the rest of your life reaping the benefits and enjoying living consciously as a self-actualized person. You want to consciously create every single moment for yourself, whether you're washing the dishes, drying your hair, or having a conversation with the love of your life. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You want to be consciously creating every moment for yourself to become self-actualized. You are creating your biggest, juiciest, best life right now. This is what's possible for you. If you consciously choose it, you can create it. And the more often you consciously choose it, the quicker you create anything for yourself. Now is your time. What are you waiting for? Go out there. Be brave, be strong, believe in yourself, and be consciously creating every single moment from here forward. Thank you for listening, my friends. Always, always, always love yourself first. Consciously love yourself first and have an amazing day.